again, thank you so much for listening to episode 40 of the Arizona Movie Club. If you've never been here before, my name is Tyler, and joining me is my new-ish co-host, Romeo. What's going on, Romeo? What's up, Tyler? Uh, he's been here about five or six episodes now. It's your first time back in a while. We appreciate you coming back, first of all. Uh, if it's your first time here, we obviously appreciate you listening in. Please stay tuned. We've got a fun back catalog. Romeo's been here for about, what, six or seven of those episodes now, something like that? Yeah. Uh, and he's replacing my uh, older co-host temporarily. We don't know if it's permanently. Um, just depends. That was Andy. We did serious, serious-ish movies for the most part. Now we do a little bit more popcorn, popular films. Um, but the goal was always to do new releases. So we've had new releases. So that's what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about Tenet. Uh, but we're doing something a little unconventional for this episode. We are doing both movies that we're talking about. Uh, this week in one episode. So it's going to be a little bit longer, or probably won't even be our longest episode. We've had some long ones. <laughs> it probably won't be the longest. Uh, but we're going to be talking about that and Talladega Nights in this episode, as well as Lovecraft Country episode four. Actually, last week was titled Holy Ghost. I forget what this one was called. I'll check it out. Okay, while you do that, before we get into that also, next week we'll be most likely back to normal. We'll be doing two episodes. Although if you really... Uh, you really appreciate the one episode format. You don't have the time to listen for an hour and a half to an hour 40, which is usually what the two episodes come out to. And you prefer like an hour to hour 10 episode, whatever this turns out to be. By all means, let us know. Uh, you can let us know by emailing us at azmovieclub at gmail.com. Or if it's easier for you, you have a Twitter, an Instagram, or Facebook. You can go ahead and search that AZ Movie Club, Arizona Movie Club. You don't even have to put the full Arizona uh, if you'd like. And we will pop up. You can comment, DM. We're always putting up posts on Facebook and Instagram. I need to get better about the Twitter because that's that's what I handle primarily, although I do do some of the uh, Instagram stuff as well. And again, next week we are going to be doing Bill and Ted. Or actually, I didn't say it, so I don't know why I said it again. <laughs> but next week we're going to be uh, watching Mulan. And then I'm thinking of ending things. Both of those newer movies. Uh, Mulan is $30. Yes, you heard that right. Three zero. To rent, not to own, as Romeo misguidedly thought, uh, on Disney+. Plus. So I don't like encouraging this. I actually want to go back to the movies at some point when it's safe. Um, and we should uh, we should just say we, we saw this tenant in a drive-in. Please do not go to the movie theaters at this time while it's not safe. Um, yeah, $30. It's steep, but we're paying it for science, for fun. For I don't pod. think it's that bad. 30 bucks. Yeah, because you think about it, right? Um, we get it right. That's four of us that's gonna watch it. Yeah, it's like seven fifty. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like what a movie ticket. Yeah, costs. so it's about a movie ticket. So I'm not mad if you it have a sucks big... if you have if you watch it with people. It sucks if you're like a like a loner. Yeah, or a loser, and you're just like I just want to watch Disney movies by myself. Yeah, if I didn't have a, if I didn't have a podcast, um, and I don't have children for those listeners at home, Romeo does. Uh, so I don't have to pay for a child when I go to the movies. And even if I, like, and I definitely wouldn't have seen this in theaters if I didn't have a podcast. We, me and Andy originally were planning to. That was on the docket for the podcast. Um, but I definitely didn't intend to watch it solo had I not had this up and going by that point. Because um, Mulan, the animated movie, great. It's fine. It's fun. Uh, it's a good kids movie. I, like, I, I personally am an anti-live action movies for animated shit we already have person. It's just my personal thing. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I love Mulan. It's one of my favorite uh, Disney princess movies. 
And yes, I have seen them all. But are you, quick question, are you not an avowed, like, you are an avid fan of the Shameless Cash Grab? No. I feel like you are. No. I don't like Cash I like Cash Grabs done right. <laughs> oh, well, I guess. I think the whole point of a cash grab is that there's no quality control. It's a cash grab. Sometimes it ends up being done right. Sometimes it's done wrong. Yeah, I appreciate it when it's done right. <laughs> if it's horrible, like that Aladdin movie, I'm like, what the fuck? Even Lion King was not good. I heard it wasn't great. Do your kids like either of those? They like both of them. They prefer the cartoon. Okay. Interesting yeah. to note. I was like, I get it. Songs are better, too. Did you take them in theaters to see either of them? Yes. Both of them. What, what, how would they rank the live-action ones? The live-action, I... Did they care for Aladdin or Lion King more? Just those two. Uh, they did not care for Aladdin at all. Oh, so that's what I was asking. Oh, I thought you meant... I thought you meant... Uh, Just Lion King? I thought you meant, yeah, Lion oh, King no. the animated and the live-action. No, so they did not care for Aladdin the live-action. Yeah, they did not care for it. Um, I felt like they only liked the Lion King because they recognized the songs and, like, you the know, characters. Simba, you know, Mufasa. But yeah, what kid wants photorealism, like... Kids don't care about that. Yeah, they really don't. They want um, cartoons. All I feel the colors like, and everything. I feel like this is targeted for somewhat kids because like kids will see it. Oh, this is targeted for people already. And Disney and, watching it. And yeah, like, yeah. And my follow up was going to be Disney adults. You know those weirdos that that go to Disneyland and they're like twenty five with no kids and yeah. they make my lines my uh, wait lines longer. And like, if you do it once, I understand. Like, oh, I haven't been to Disneyland in forever. Because that idea has crossed my head, especially when, like, a couple years ago, I learned, oh, yeah, Star Wars is coming. I like Star Wars. That would be cool. And then I realized, like, oh, the lines will be long. Maybe I'll wait a couple years afterwards. Um, but, like, that's once, and I would have been good. Apparently it's dead now. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, we obviously, you may be post-COVID. Yeah, I'm now. Well, yeah. yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, like... Going more than once every 20 years as just a person with no kids does not sound fun. I'm not like, let's go to Disneyland. Yeah, it's like it's like some underlayered like issues. Because yeah. the rides aren't even that great. Yeah, they're not fun. Like, All I the get, food is overpriced. Like rides are dope. Yeah. Like don't you remember Six Flags fucking rules. So yeah, it's but not, they don't have Six Flags. That, that's what I'm rides. saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking. It's a small world and like the Indian, the Raiders of the Lost Ark one. Pretty cool. I remember that one. Have you not been to the Indiana Jones one? I've been to Disneyland like twice. I went like two, twice, maybe three times, I think, as a kid. Last time I went, I was 10. It's been 17 years. Last time I went, I think I was 19. So it's been like, what, four for you? No, five? Like five. It's been 17 for me. (laughs) Is that, I mean, I didn't care for it. I went and I didn't have my kids at the time. I will say this as a person that does love Nintendo. They're gonna have. Are they doing that? Is that for is Universal? That yes. So okay. it's our, it's almost up in Japan. There's actually uploaded like pictures you can see of the construction of it and everything. And the, there's two rides planned or two or three rides planned for the Florida one. It's not gonna be in the Hollywood one for a like a while while. But they're doing like most of the theme is Mario itself and like Super Mario. Well, what else do they really? But have? they are gonna have a Mario Kart ride. That's dope. And a Donkey Kong like cart, you know how like he goes through the carts and the mines and everything. Yeah. In the games, they're gonna have like a Donkey Kong cart ride as well. That's awesome. Dude. And then the land itself is gonna have like big ass blocks and mushrooms and all of that cool stuff. And like I hate pointless merchandise, but I also kind of love it. So like I'm gonna before. blow money there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> how much money? So, but like again, 
I wouldn't go there. Like, let's go. Like, you know how I'm Disney, definitely going to go. Have you, no, but I mean, have you seen the Disney adults that are like, I haven't been to Disneyland in six months. It's like, what kind of weirdo? Yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. it's great. I went to Nintendo Land. I can go there 10 years from now and I'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, I totally get that. Like, if you don't have kids, I don't see a point, really. Maybe once, you know. Yeah, once that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, but oh. anything other than that, it's, like, pointless. And also, like, I'm a huge Star Wars guy. I will really want to go to Star Wars Land. Um, or what is it? I don't care. Galaxy's what Edge. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Even though Disney <laughs> fucking ruined Star Wars. But, come down. Come <laughs> it's not hot take of the week anymore. <laughs> but, like, you know, I haven't gone because I want to bring my kids to Disneyland, and I kind of feel like an asshole not bringing them if I go. But, like, they'll ruin Galaxy's Edge. But, yeah, they'll definitely ruin Star Wars Land for me. We, so, we can, when this is all over, we can work this out because, like, Lexi can just, maybe we take the kids for a day and let Lexi and, like, Athena and whoever else run around by themselves, and then they take it for a day, and me and you just get to go have fun at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge for a day. Or even if we just trade off half of the day for half of the day, I don't think you would need to trade, dude. I think we could be like, hey, we're going to go check this out. You guys are like, <laughs> yeah, they might be fine. I'll like, give, like, my kids 100 bucks, and then, like, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give Lexi, like, 50 yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. Like, here you go. Go yeah. ahead. We'll be like, go get whatever. Go, and then plus, I'm going to go spend five grand on fucking Star Wars merch. We're getting the lightsabers for sure. Where you I'm definitely get getting a lightsaber. Yeah. I might, I'm, I'm actually probably going to get a droid for Natalia. Oh, really? Damn, yeah. you are spending a lot. Yeah. Um, I got to try all the food and all the drinks. I don't know about all the food. But Maybe not all of it. But I've heard, I've like listened to a pot, one of the kind of funny podcasts where they, they had on one of the guys that helped, I forget his name, um, Anthony Carboni. He like works with disney now he used to do like podcasting and stuff um but he works for disney as like a star wars consultant so he helped like piece together a lot of it and he's basically like saying what you have to get and what is like like you pass and i was like okay that's good to know because i definitely don't have the money to be like let me try everything so like getting the short end of like oh this is what's really cool was helpful i'm i, I will buy it all i definitely one of the dumber things i saw that i wanted was those sweet ass little soda bottles? Did you see like the Coke ones? Oh, the plasma. The they thermal, look like plasma the grenades. Thermal, de thermal detonators. They look like plasma grenades. Yes. Thermal detonator. Yeah, they're plasma grenades, dude. <laughs> those look fucking sick. Yeah, those are cool. Probably won't ever drink it. Oh yeah, that's going in my. Well, you know, we I put it on the set. We could put it on the set. I'd, I'd be alright, Dad. And we could. So in the backdrop that we were talking about with the jerseys, we can have your lightsaber on one, and then my lightsaber. We on could. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I'd also want to use mine, so I'd have to <laughs> I'm just giving you another excuse. You're just <laughs> coming up with new excuses to get more lightsabers. So that was our long-winded rant on parts that derived from Disney, which is to say the $30 for me still feels pretty steep. But we're going to rent that. Uh, and we are not going to be the first person on Earth with a Mulan review. It's already out now. It's streaming. We prioritize Tenet because it's in actual theaters. Um, and although, again, to reiterate, we went to a drive-in to see it. Uh, Tenet just felt more like what relevant to our podcast, uh, but Mulan's new, so we thought let's still review that. And all, again, we'll be a couple weeks late, but we're going to do Bill and Ted the week after. We don't know what we're pairing that with, uh, but we are doing. I'm thinking of ending things by Charlie Kaufman. It's definitely more of like a me and Andy would review it by, but I'm going to drag Romeo through that one, um, especially because I'm going to have to watch Mulan. <laughs> hey, and I, I like I said, I'm not big on the Disney live action stuff. It's gotten decent reviews to its credit, like. It doesn't look Aladdin bad, which cool. I, the only way the only way I'd have been seeing that was uh, if I had a podcast and I was like, we if the podcast had been up and running, I'll do my job, you know, I'll do my due yeah. diligence. If we were getting paid for this, I'd watch it.
again. Yeah, but we're not getting paid. Yeah, fair I'll enough. Never so, see it again. We can do like a live action and review one day for a Patreon tier potentially, where we just go through all the Disney live action films. Are you looking for the time? No. Oh, okay. You like put your hand on your on the like crease of your your arm. Oh yeah 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 yeah. No no no. My okay, bad. like it's like almost like the universal yeah, watch yeah. symbol. So I wasn't Same sure. Uh, <laughs> like it's Romeo time. Everything's coming up, Rome. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, Lakers won again. They're up two one. I hate you. Um, <laughs> so that's what we're doing next week. And again, as mentioned, you can go to any of those uh, social media platforms or email us. Uh, but that's what we're going to be watching next week. This week, we are talking about Lovecraft Country first uh, as the recurring segment, AZ BS Club. Technically, just count everything we just talked about as part of AZBS. Yeah, it's all AZBS. If it's not a movie review, it's AZBS. It's, it's just me and Romeo bullshitting. Yeah. Um, and that that's canon. That counts. Our review of Disney adults, zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Would not recommend. <laughs> like, come on. It's, you can like Disney, but get a hobby, man. You don't have to be obsessed with it. Yeah, it's really weird. Because it's like, it's, it's not like it's a cheap thing. Also, you know? I'll just say this. We're not, I said man, but like this is a universally gender thing. It's not cute if you're female either. Well, there's more girls that do it. There's a lot of dudes that do it. That's my thing. I mean, like, yeah, no, okay, so the dudes are older. The dudes are like late 30s. Oh, no, I've seen early 20s guys. Really? Yeah. I oh, it's, it's like a our generation thing, and that's why specifically we have to... Uh, Nip it in the bud. Yeah. Come on, guys. Get it together. Just to prove how like butthurt a lot of them are, one of the YouTube channels I watch, Wisecrack, in their podcast, it wasn't even on their main platform. Like, so you have to pay for half the time to listen to it. They talk shit about Disney adults, and some guy that listened to them made like a forty-five minute retaliation video. You've wow. got a problem if you're yeah. making a forty-five minute retaliation video to them, just like joking around and calling you weird. Yeah, you got an issue, dude. Although I would be honored if you make a 48, 45 minute retaliation oh, video to us just talking shit. I feel sorry. I, I would crack. I'd laugh hilariously, and I would not change my opinion. But just that's how I know we've made it, you know. People are putting like, like the second they're like the retaliating videos. The first time we get a YouTube clip, it's like, AZ Movie Club is part of the government mandated far left <laughs> SJW. I'm gonna be in when tears laughing, calling you up immediately, like we fucking made it. When we're on the thumbnail, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, guess what they did now? <laughs> it's like they're a bunch of SJW yeah. cucks. It's like podcast challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so we know we've made it. Yeah. Because um, right now, just us saying good things about Lovecraft Country is not doing it. No. Maybe we'll have some bad. No, you've had some. You've cooled down on it since episode one. I think I had high hopes, and this episode started really well, but I did not care for how it ended. I did not care for it. Honestly, it didn't really linger in my mind. We had, to, you, I had to look up a lot. Of, uh, we both did. You, you, I'll take it on this. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> we space out. Like we watched the episode. I was not impaired. Yeah, Romeo will be impaired from time to time. We'll watch yeah, it. Love I mean, that it but, <laughs> but the uh, yeah, it was it was not memorable. Even though when we did the recap and like we I figured feel like out, it wasn't memorable, but it was the craziest. Episode ending, two is pretty nuts, but that ending though. Yeah, so and like the ending's fine, and we didn't even remember that part. The endings. This is a real big beginning and ending. I enjoyed. We're fine. The middle. The middle was a, just yeah. a drag. Yeah, the journey fun, man. We haven't been like oh, like detailed going through the plot. 
But if you've been following our review and you want to know why we don't feel that way, I mean, basically, we get a continuation of the third episode, yeah. which I think makes the third episode a little bit more impactful. It makes it, makes it a lot better. It actually it ties into the third episode in two ways, because we get the tunnel, and then we also get the fact that... The door blood. The, yeah, uh, they basically brought in like a shaman of sorts from yeah. the uh, previous episode to yeah. help them rid themselves of the original owner, um, and then also the poor souls that were basically trapped there uh, mm -hmm. that had been experimented on. And she kind of like, they're looking at her like she's crazy. She marks like goat's blood. She literally cuts a goat's neck yeah. on their porch, marks the blood, and she puts like a little X and she puts it throughout the house, I believe, or yeah. just there, or in every door or whatever. I mean, it's probably like every door, every window, like every real, entrance. Real biblical shit. Yeah. And that's salt on the window seal. And of course it works. So that's cool. It worked in the that same episode, getting rid of everything. But it also apparently stops whatever it smell. Lingers, like, yeah, like it, it, it like it, go, it goes over to the next episode. It, the creepy daughter, Titus Waith. What is Waith her name? White. I just know it's Miss Waith. Wraith White. Yeah, it's <laughs> the names outside of like Tick and Letitia are not super memorable. And then Montrose, I guess, is kind of like a, Montrose, right? Yeah, Montrose. They've got like they've got pretty like names, but yeah. like even Titus Wraith White is too much of a mouthful for me. That's the that's the I like the founder or whatever. Okay, yeah. The sons of Adam. Okay. Um and so that's cool. We get payoff immediately. Uh and then we have a fun little library scene where Letitia goes to Tick and is just like, Why didn't you tell me you tried to kill this lady? What's going on? Um it's and then just by a kid <laughs> sitting across from them in the library. There's a fun scene with a little boy just shushing the shit out of him, just trying to tell them like You're in the library, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> <pretty much. laughs> And then basically from there, what? So like they're trying to find because what the the girl tells them, Miss Miss uh, the daughter of the Wraith White, uh, she tells them, or she's the granddaughter technically. Yeah, she's the granddaughter. granddaughter. Can yeah. we just call her Brittany? No, that's not her name. She looks look, like a Brittany. Look it up. It's, I'll, I'm doing a small recap here. Um, so <laughs> the uh, the daughter basically is looking for more chapters of, like, a book that is a giant... It lets them do spells. And, basically, Tick thinks that in, in order to protect his family, he's going to... Instead of giving over those spells or giving up on finding them, that if he finds them, he will be able to perform spells, learn them, and protect his family from these crazy-ass Wraith Whites. And so, they go on a journey. He knows that his dad knows. I forget what exactly how they find that out. But his dad begrudgingly agrees to take him, and it en ends up in being this museum dedicated to Titus Wraithwhite, which makes sense. Like, if you've got a big-ass ego, you have a whole cult basically dedicated to you, where would you hide your, like, your book of powers or whatever than, than inside your own museum? Um, and my real criticism with this is, like, I get it. It warns us in a sense that it's, like, going to be pulpy, but it didn't feel fun pulp to me. It felt very... And I was telling you, like, in National Treasure, which I get it. That's a fun, dumb movie. But this show felt like it's built, trying to build to more than, like, fun, dumb pulp. And I guess if that's all it is throughout the rest of the season, that'll be fine. It'll be fun. But, like, I don't know. I just thought it'd be a little more eerie, ominous. Like, everything would have felt more impactful. And even Her name is, uh, her name is Christina. Christina. Okay, so we can just call her Christina from here on out. Um, but it felt like nothing felt impactful. It just feels like a Disney movie in like in those moments to me. Even the uh, the girl at 
the in the ship they go because they go underground. They have to like go on a board that disappears, um, <laughs> reminiscent of Onward. Like you have to believe in yourself. And oh, I was gonna say the the girl. They like find this weird skeleton that turns into a girl. That's um, we don't know. She said she's a man and a woman. I don't know what they're doing there. Uh, and that wasn't for me. Like I'm not sounding confused because I'm not aware of what the idea of transgender people is. Of course, I'm not trying to offend there. Um, the show just makes it a little weird about it. And then, uh, oh, yeah, I was going to say that that whole scene, her little ship, feels very Pirates of the Caribbean, even to me. Yeah, it looked like uh, reused sets. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was saying. So, like, it's got a National Treasure vibe, and it's got a Pirates of the Caribbean vibe. And so it's all just kind of, like, not stuff that I I super enjoy. Yeah. And then at the very end, it gets kind of like, oh, something like some subplot or the dad's in on something because yeah. the dad ends up slitting that lady's throat once she helps them get out and they all get out. Um, and we do, it's kind of cool that I like the beginning. I like the very end when it gets like that. And I like the fact that it helped episode three have more meaning. Yeah. But the plot points in between just felt like, okay, we're going to, it felt like a fetch quest. And like, but <laughs> wouldn't you love it if there was some like life and death scenarios during this fetch quest? And to me, I'm just sitting there going, I know they're gonna live. Like no way. Yeah. You already blew your wad with the grand, uh, with the uncle dying early on. Like, not only that, we're not they losing another. Too, and they brought her back. So yeah, we're like, not. Okay, you guys don't give a fuck about anything. We're not losing another major main yeah. character here. It's not Game of Thrones. Um, and even that had a limit on how many main characters they will kill. So of yeah. course, there's, like one season. there's plot armor surrounding everything, which is fine. But it's just like again, it just felt meaningless. And unlike the third episode, I don't see how there's any way. That those parts I found boring ever get like retconned is cool. Like, oh, remember that cave? It somehow means more. Like, I, you were going to get the list of powers. You got the list of powers. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I don't see it having yeah. any more significance than that. Yeah, I mean, it was very lackluster. I feel. I think I'd give it a five if I had to score it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe a six. I'd give it a six strictly for the ending. That ending scene where he slips. It is a fun. It is a fun ending. I guess I'll get surprising. I've been optimistic about the show. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, like go too hard. So I'll, I'll go a six. Yeah. Um, and I really hope it picks things up. The ending is a good cliffhanger. Hopefully, because like that's the halfway point of the season. If yeah. we're at eight episodes. I was just thinking that. I was like, we're already halfway. And like, like you better like. We still some, don't know what's going on, really. Yeah, like. Everything that feels like it's being set in place, and granted, we haven't read the books. We just found out there were books. I had no idea this was based off books. Well, Lovecraft's books, right? See, that's the thing. I don't... Very loosely? No, I... The way you were watching that little video, it sounded like maybe it's tied to actual books, but I could could be wrong. Yeah. My assumption was that they got... They just, like, are turning all the books into, like, one series. Like, uh, uh, that Goosebumps movie with Jack Black. No, because, like, Lovecraft's books are not anything like this. I was actually curious to read one. They're just, like, him being a giant racist. Well, it's I know, like, but I was just... Oh, him being a weirdo. Because it's not, like, adventure stories. It's not? It's, it's just, like... I think it's, like, weird horror. It's, to my knowledge, I think it's almost as painful to read as, like... Have you ever tried to read The Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no. Dude, it's pain. <laughs> I'm sorry if you like the books, but... I, as a kid, would read... I've seen all I, the movies multiple times. Will not touch the book. I would read any kind of adventure book. Like, I liked fantasy, high fantasy. I was definitely a bigger dork as a kid. And my, like, yeah. bar for what I would read okay. was, like, nothing. And 
dude, man, I tried. It is so, like, painstakingly detailed. I just could not give a fuck. Like, it took forever to get to the point of things and move on. And, like, this isn't me coming up with unique criticism. A lot of people have problems with the books for that yeah. reason. Uh, and in my knowledge, it's, like, that, but, like, horror-esque. And, like, the monsters are just giant allegories for people of color. And this is, like, you're just a giant racist. But apparently the monster descriptions themselves are cool. And I want to say there's drawings of some of them because... He invented Cthulhu, right? Yes, Cthulhu is a is a uh, a creation of Lovecraft. Yeah, Cthulhu is crazy, dude. And like, if you ever get around to playing Bloodborne, it's awesome. And all those monsters are inspired by the book, uh, but that game not actually licensed by Lovecraft in any ways. It's like a lot of people will just take that style of monster and go like Lovecraft ish, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's more pe people it's like, like critics. An adjective now, right? It's yeah, Lovecraftian. Yeah, people will give that credits that. Description, but usually I think because of his estate and whatnot, they're not allowed to like say it's Lovecraft. Yeah, so like, like you said that we didn't say yeah. that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's uh, my knowledge of it. I, I don't, I've never read the books. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. I'm almost positive they're not like the show though. Yeah, I don't think they would be like the show. I don't think they're a fun read anyways. I, I mean, guess. they were hits back then. I mean, but were they though? Yeah, they know. said they were. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was a big I don't know if I don't know enough about book history. I don't know enough about anything. I know like a shit ton about NFL history though. I don't even know why I'm here, dude. I'm just playing. <laughs> you shoot the shit about movies. Yeah. Even if you're not like a critic wannabe like me and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. Yeah, what okay, so six all six is all around. We're, we're gonna give it a six. I'll, okay. I'll lock that in the and then we have a separate love crab vault over yeah. here. What are we gonna watch after this? After Lovecraft? Yeah. I can talk about football every week. Oh yeah, football's coming back. Oh, uh, so we're probably not gonna be able to do Sunday. Ooh. We could do Sunday nights, probably. We'll be drunk. Yeah, maybe. Uh, also, um, if you're a football fan and would like me to live stream Twitch Cowboys games on Twitch, or I'll like live stream all day. Yeah, like just watch alongs, like yeah. chat just being yeah. like fuck the cowboys, and I'll be like Fuck you, random username 689. <laughs> we won! Or I won't lose it. I'm failing, sir! <laughs> Fuck you, Scanigan. Or what is it? What, is, what was that name? Anakin Skywalker. 420. <laughs> yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> crack streams. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I'd be down to do that. Um, we, we're already a little into this episode, so I was like, if we're really lagging, I'll do an NFL preview. Because oh. um, I was like, that might yeah. be fun, but I, I, I feel like we're. What, what are we at? 20? Dude, we're at 27 already. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So if you want to get into now talking about... We're, we said we're doing Tenet first, yeah, right? Tenet first. But now... Here we go. Spoilers! This movie out. A lot of movie... A movie a lot of people care about, or mo especially movie-specific people are interested in. Spoilers for Tenet. We're not going to do... Actually, hold on. Should we do a spoiler-free? Yeah, let's do a quick... Yeah. We'll do a quick spoiler-free. We're not going to give our review... If you want, or we're not going to give our score. You want a spoiler-free? Okay, my, my my quick. Should you go see it? Yes, if you can see it in a drive-through, otherwise or drive-in. Sorry. Uh, otherwise, it's honestly worth it to stay home. And I'm going to be slightly less negative on it than Romeo, um, but it's not Nolan's best. I I haven't seen every Nolan movie, um. So, but I know it's not his worst. Like I definitely 
enjoyed this more than The Dark Knight Rises. And I definitely enjoyed this. It's like dead even with Interstellar for me. Oh, no, 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 wait. Yeah, because I think I did. I, I do. I'm not the biggest Inception fan. I guess I'll start there. Um, you said Interstellar. No, I know. But I'll start with I'm not the biggest Inception fan, but I still would rank Inception ahead of this. And I would rank this just right above Interstellar. I think Interstellar, I did not like the ending at all. Uh, the 4D galaxy shit, miss me with that. But the intro is really cool in that whole scene where they're on another planet and it's like that crazy planet and the waves come over and then that random fact you find out later, I don't know if you know, but there's a background and you hear a ticking and every ticking is the amount of years they're losing in, like, oh, in real that. time. It's crazy. And like when they come back and all that time has passed, I was like, this movie's awesome. And it never got better from there. <laughs> I, uh, like I, I don't hate it. I think it's good. Um, I want to see Memento real bad. We were supposed to do that with Tenet. But someone wanted to watch Talladega Nights instead. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I enjoyed, of course. It's great. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I just got so tired of fucking, we haven't had a good movie in a while. Yeah, uh, we hadn't had like a really good. Yeah, so I thought I was just like, but, let me just clean the place. But we had a string of hits. No, but it's just like it's like the little piece of uh, pickled ginger that you eat with sushi, just to cleanse. You know, you're like, I'm gonna get back to it, but let me just eat this real quick. I'm gonna come back. Okay, but I'll, I'll wait till we actually talk about Talladega Nights. But I'm gonna call you out because you selected that movie, and I think you know what I'm gonna reference whenever we talk about that. Movie. Yeah, I got a, I got a rebuttal for it. Okay, okay, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's where I'd rank it on my Nolan list. It was probably somewhere in the middle, especially I know kind of I kind of know the the gimmick of Memento. That being said, I've like seen a little bit about it. I don't know why I haven't watched it. I've it's, never seen Memento. It's kind of because I'm a lazy piece of shit. Um, it's with Guy Pierce. It's non-linear, and I believe it's told backwards, but not really. Guy, I know Guy Pierce plays this guy who's basically lost his memory. It seems sick, so it'd probably be towards the top of my Nolan list. And I think he's done The Prestige, and people really like that. This was, I'm not the biggest Nolan fan, so it's not like my opinion should matter more than anyone yeah. else's. But Tenet is also a gimmick, fi gimmick film, I feel like. It has a gimmick that it doesn't fully explain. And it I know it scratches the surface of it. They just I know, throw big words at you, and they're like, "You figure it out." I know there's going to be fans of it that that say I'm I'm crazy. I'm like, "Oh, you don't actually get it." But listen, if you're a normal, sane human being that's not going to watch this eight times and do the math, like I think the film tries to explain it. I don't think it does a great job. I think the pacing and the time he allocates towards certain things in the script feel off. It feels like a movie he maybe wanted. To, maybe there's like four hours of footage. And they were like, Chris, you got to fit this into like a realistic time frame. Yeah. Um, and maybe that version that fully explains everything is like an awesome film that we'll never see. But like what's presented to us, to me, and me and you kind of had uh, the opposite end of the spectrum here. I thought it had a really slow, boring first hour to hour 15. I think it, it gets a little more exciting than it picks up to me when it gets more sci-fi-ish towards that middle to second half. And I really enjoyed the end. I thought the ending was pretty cool. It's also, I'll be honest, like, the drive-in's not the most optimal format yeah. to watch this. But also, I heard just from people that have seen it in actual theaters that the sound mixing wasn't great. I didn't notice it as much, but when you're listening through a car speaker, yeah. I mean, what can you do? So that's, like, that's my, you, it's worth, like, if we were in a regular 
COVID free and is like, yeah, I go to the movie theaters are open everywhere. No. I, I'd probably say see it, but like you don't have to. Like it's not a must. What's it's not what? a must see. But now it's like definitely don't go unless you have the very safe, you know, option of seeing it in a drive-in or just wait. Like it's honestly, It'll it's, stream in the month or it's much more worth five bucks on Voodoo or ten bucks yeah. or whatever. That's as spoiler-free as we can get. I don't think we mentioned really any of the twists, any of the plot details at all. Yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll obviously when I'm editing, make sure we don't. If we say anything slightly spoilerish, it will be uh, out <clears throat> now. Here's the real first, and I'll, I spoiler tag all of this, so you know you shouldn't be. Don't be too faked out by that first spoilers. Now spoilers, baby. Give it a sec. All right, now, here's what happens. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like the inversion, the inversion is just fucking time travel. Is how I feel. Yeah, like it's so dumb. They're trying to make it so complicated. It's time travel. But like time travel is time travel is time travel. They're like, well, everything go backwards now. It's it's like witnessing the time travel as it's occurring, like as if you could see the person physically traveling through it. And it does try to address some of its own laws of physics. And I'm not smart enough to be like, well, how would that really work? I tried. I really tried, but I was like, I just got lost myself. But, but, like, that's my thing. It almost just felt unnecessary. Yeah. Like, if you were like, there's the machine and shit inverts. Yeah. See, part of it was, it was, like, too vague, yet too specific at the same time. Yeah, I guess if they were like, hey, this is the thing they used to do it. Now it goes backwards. You'd be like, okay, cool. You know how much cooler this movie would have been, I feel like, with a smaller budget? I feel like... the invite. The idea of inverting time to me is actually kind of cool. I oh, think yeah. the machine is cool. Yeah. I think it's a lot lamer when it's a giant superhero plot. Like it a James have been Bond a series. Plot. Yeah, or I could see just like a good two hour. Like if it, it was two hours. I, like, I meant like an, an hour 50 to two hours just of like. Like I can see a, a version of this film, maybe even like a smaller film like Memento that, that Nolan made earlier in his career that's like focused around a plot that's more human driven and specific and not vague end of the world shit. Because like in a certain sense, it just felt like like I literally said it out loud whenever I was watching with Alexis. It's just, are we doing the Thanos thing with everything now? Yeah. Because they were like, we the legit, they're like, okay, there's these lines of co- or these codes or whatever. Yeah. He's got to, if he gets all 13, he has the ability to, like, do and this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so we're just doing the fucking Thanos thing for everything that's now. All, that's all anyone the Trolls did. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Does it now. That's fine if you're uh, some other junkie blockbuster film, but if you're Nolan and you're trying to carry yourself with more prestige, and I know he does sci-fi, which is some film snobs consider a lesser genre anyways. Um, oh, I forgot to mention Dunkirk. Dunkirk probably... That or Dark Knight is my favorite Nolan film. I really like Dunkirk. I liked, uh, what is it? 1817? Which one is that? Seven. Oh, that's... That World War II one? Yeah. I 1918 or 1917. Was it this was this last year, the one shot. I like that one. That's one of the few ones I haven't seen. I like that one a lot. I really, I feel similarly about Dunkirk. I think Dunkirk is really good. I liked Dunkirk, but, but 1917... Okay. I... But I like non-linear storytelling. I like if no and Nolan's clearly got an obsession with time travel and yeah. non-linear stuff. I think this almost might have been cooler if you found a way to cut it up and make it non-linear. It's like a linear movie about non-linear storytelling. Yeah. Like the way in which it delivers its twist to me just make like underwhelm. Like I don't think that they're like, oh my god, twist the way yeah. that Nolan thought they might. Yeah. So with that, 
it was totally like I saw it coming from a mile away. All of the toys happened. I was like, well, that makes sense. When it happened, I was like, saw that. I saw that. I don't know. I I mean, I don't like to toot my own horn or anything, but toot toot. Um, I, I think I'm pretty good at uh, like solving that type of shit really early on. I'm like 50-50 with it. I will say, I don't think I was trying to figure out what was happening this time. I was I was more curious about like how the inversion worked. Like the world? Itself. I was an idiot and somehow assumed the main important part was going to be the plot. But no boy, was I wrong. <laughs> and instead, like, so Nolan, and this is spoilers, at the very end, we find out that the main character, and man, do they not say his name enough because I'm blanking on what it is. You're talking about Washington? Yeah. Uh, James David Washington, or David James Washington, if I'm getting his name mispronounced there, or, you know, swapped up there, I apologize. They don't say his name enough, so that's why I'm blanking on it a little bit. But, basically, he, future him, was setting up the whole mission, because it's one of those time loops where it's like, or time logic things where it goes, hey, um, since you knew about it in the future, you're the one setting it up. Which... Is kind of a cool, like, I'm never going to say that twist is straight up lame. I, I still think it's kind of cool every time I see it. But it's not worth literally fucking kneecapping the first hour of your film. Because nothing is explained the first hour of your film. It is so goddamn vague. And the first hour of the film sucks. And you realize why? Because they don't want to give enough information to give away the fact that future him is setting it up. But it's like, but that just makes this all, like, it... It's not fun confusion. It's yeah. boring confusion. Yeah. And it's like, it's a cool opening scene. Like, I like when they, like, infiltrate that building and everything. Yeah. That cheese grater scene where he used the cheese grater on that guy's face. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, but I just looked it up. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Um, apparently, he's he's credited as the protagonist. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think they ever said his name. The scene where he kills the lady in the end, that's cool. Yeah. What yeah, like, I like that. Yeah. Where he's just like he shows up and he's like, yeah. he's like, bitch, I told you. Yeah, I and the like, dang on me. The like way I think they're trying to be so clever when he finds out like, well, she's like, you're the co-protagonist, and then you like, realize later on like, oh, he's because the other co-protagonist was future him. Yeah. Um, Pattinson's character and the introduction were so lame. Not that Pattinson was bad. I like Pattinson. I, he was my favorite part of the movie. I liked. I liked. Uh, Washington protagonist apparently since he's not even credited. And were you on IMDb? Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Uh, I knew I wasn't crazy, though. Um, yeah, it's... Like, I don't want to say it's not good, because there are set pieces that are really cool. And, again, spoilers, once he hits the inversion machine and he goes backwards through time, I thought that sequence was awesome. And I was so much more in on the movie. But, like, again, it all felt meaningless, because, like, basically... It the all whole movie, like, how, how are they inverting things? Oh, how yeah. are we going to invert things? We were talking there's about no, this. There's yeah. nothing to do. Like, there's, there's no way to do it. We don't know. The technology's not here yet. 20 minutes later, apparently there's 90 of them scattered around the world, and they just, like, walk into the whenever they feel like. It looks like a TSA check-in. Bro, it's literally, <laughs> what is the thing, the thing that spins when you go into a hotel? Yeah, it, it's one of those. Yeah. Like, You're like... Locked on the other end? Yeah. You're good. Yeah, they're like, they both turn the key at the like, same time. Can you see yourself? If you can't, that means you're dead in the future. Don't go there. Yeah, yeah, that means, don't that means you messed up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you see yourself? You see the reflection? Good. Go. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I can't have my keys. Yeah. Forgot. Sorry, Forgot. sorry. No metal, guys. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry. I had my laptop on me. <laughs> oh, 
Wait, we can't bring our keys, but this guy's bringing fucking AK through. <laughs> <laughs> this guy brought a dead girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hounded about my open shampoo. Like it just felt like Nolan would thought, hey, it's not. And people make comparisons that it's James Bond esque in in parts, and I would agree. Yeah, it um, is. But like, it seemed like he tried to be way too vague and mysterious about. If you wanted to make a time traveling James Bond movie and just fucking make one, am I right? Like that would have been so much time traveling James Bond. That's what I'm saying. Is this Elba? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm in for that. Keep John David Washington. Like he was awesome. Yeah, he. I think he's a great actor. I. I will say the dialogue was not great either. Like it was so. I hate to say the word. But it, and I've called movies out on this before. It was very video game dialoguey. Yeah. Like here's a here's a one liner. Go do your mission. Okay. And and then he comes back twenty minutes later and he's like, "I told you, I said that. Remember that one time when I said this cool thing?" I don't know what what I expected, but so like the cool part about that, uh, where they crashed the giant plane into the thing, is they really did that. Did crash? Oh, oh, in the oh wow. And really? when Nolan explained it, he said. Uh, they asked him why he did it that way, and he goes, he told them, well, he, like, he wanted to do it, but also it was way cheaper to do it than to do it with CGI. That makes sense. Um, but, like, I, I was... Like, I feel like the whole movie, though, is, like... I had that bit, that was built as, like, a cool sequence. I felt kind of underwhelmed by it. I got, as soon as Robert Pattinson, or, uh, Neil, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as he threw the mask off that one guy um, in the hallway, I was like... Oh, that's one of them. Like, instantly, I was like, that makes sense. And then that it goes back, and then it's a whole thing. Right? That didn't click with me, so that was a cool moment. But that doesn't save a movie. Like, it yeah. doesn't, like, oh, that's cool. But it all builds towards nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I... Feel, okay, so I feel like they, right, like, they got the idea, and then they're like, oh, it's a great idea. And then they had a list of shots that they wanted, and they're like, these are fucking awesome shots. Yeah. And then they just did all that, and they're like, "We'll just find out how the story comes together." In that, yeah, it's a, it's a concept in a night like a singular. It's a moments movie more than it is. Yeah. Like, there's a story we've got to tell. Now let's tell it. Yeah, they're just like, "Hey, isn't this cool?" Everyone's running backwards now. And I gotta <laughs> be honest, like, time traveling James Bond would have been cooler. <laughs> that would have been awesome, bro. Especially with like Christopher Nolan, Nolan directing it, like that would have been like, yeah, let's. I'm not saying get the James Bond license, but just be like, he's a secret agent. Yeah, we all get it. He yeah. time travels. You can even make the time travel a secret to the people of the real world, Christopher Nolan. Like, let us, <laughs> let us, the audience, be it on you, man. Yeah. Like, I do think there's sometimes certain filmmakers just like trying up the ante so much that it's like you're you're doing too much, too much bro. Too much. Yeah. Too much. And that's what this film is. It's moments that I really enjoyed. And I'm not going to harp on every single character, every single performance. Cause I like, did not like the girl. All the performances to me were like, throw it in the box where I don't count this against or for them. Yeah. Like, it was all just, ah, it's not their fault. Christopher Nolan wants to do a time travel movie with you. You in? He's looking at your agent. Fuck yeah, man, let's go. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I don't blame them for immediately signing on, especially everybody that wasn't a legit star. Like, how am I going to hold this against you? Um, although, God, her husband was a little grating, right? I mean, I know he's supposed to be a douchebag on purpose, but that guy was just... Ugh. See, he fit well. Like He, he did, well. but... Um, I did not like Kat. At the, uh... The tall blonde woman. Uh, I thought she looked like a Kevin Nolan. Wait, was she the... She was the wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't really see. Uh, I didn't care for her. I didn't care. I didn't see the protagonist, not the actress herself. I didn't understand the protagonist's fascination with saving her. I didn't either. Like I was like, this lady's nothing to you. Which again, be more overt if you're James Bond. If you're James Bond and this is the love interest, David Bond's okay. gonna be like, hey, that's hey. okay. But like, we understand the dynamic and it doesn't need further explanation. Yeah. There was no romantic interest, but that's fine. Of course, there doesn't have to be between the protagonist and a female lead. Well, it was like a subtle one, like an implied one. Kind of, and then also, we never got any really redeeming character traits. Like From, from her? Yeah, we're like, yeah, no. oh, we're supposed to be sorry for the wife of the billionaire? Oh, who sells elite, who's the arms dealer? Like, like, And you know about it? All billionaires are bad guys. Yeah. This is known. <laughs> like, yeah. You married into this. Lead. And also... What a fucking woman thing. Fucking, she got mad at him for cheating on her with him, with herself. That was herself on the boat that she saw jumping off. I don't she think, got angry about that. Okay, don't. That was a joke. <laughs> I, I don't think she was actually mad at... No, she, just, she didn't care anymore. It was a joke. But to me, like, we don't have... And to be fair to her, we also don't have a moment where we're... A real character moment where we feel like we know anyone and we're supposed to care about them, which is the underlying problem. Not even the protagonist. Yeah, and the coolest character moment is when we find out that, like, hey, the way, the reason our friendship was shitty now was because we're actually going to have a friendship later. Yeah, like, that was awesome. I really liked that part where he was like, hey, listen. The setup was cool in the way Robert Pattinson delivered yeah. it, but it, the justification is like, hey, I was intentionally cold to you because actually we're going to be fucking bros in we're the future. Be besties. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I, like, this isn't, again, this isn't anything to besmirch against Christopher Nolan. I'm sure when it's all said and done, people are just going to, like, sit there and jerk off to his filmography forever. I would like but to see a director's cut. That might fix some of the yeah. issues. I, I I don't think it will. It could. Um, my, my, I guess my take is just, like, this is forgettable. We will, yeah. I've forgotten, I swear, half this movie since I saw it. Um, yeah. It's not, and I think it's a movie that Christopher Nolan is definitely going to push. Is you need to rewatch it. If you... Oh, sorry, Chris. You're like you, I gave you a shot. Yeah, Make me want to go rewatch your movie. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just gonna be like, hey, 30, 40 years from now, Christopher Nolan was great. Remember it, and like I'll say like six movies that I love, and this will not be. Yeah, and then someone's gonna go Tenet, and you're gonna be like, Tenet, which one was that? Oh, yeah. the movie between Dunkirk and then that other good movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the movie with flying bullets. You mean the mistake he made before he made Time Traveling James Bond? <laughs> yeah, I do remember. Wouldn't that be awesome, though, if Warner Brothers or who owns the license to James Bond, but if they were just giant pussies, not, this is not the awesome part, but like we can see this happening. If they're giant pussies and they're like, it would be too controversial if we made Idris the James Bond. You just, no. can't, you just can't be black. And so like, if, if they did that, that would be shocked. And then if Christopher Nolan was like, I messed up. They're not giving my boy Idris the role. <laughs> Time traveling James Bond. Here we come. <laughs> I'm speaking it into existence. If Idris doesn't get the regular 007 role, yeah. Either way, or give them both. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. Care yeah. the bag, baby. Yeah. Oh my god, get in the bag. Um, <laughs> I really don't have too much more. To yeah, say. I was gonna say I'm, I've spoken my piece. Um, I, I did. Oh, was I the only person? I don't know if you went over it, but when they were running into the tunnel and the car was behind them honking, I was like, "Why the fuck is this guy driving behind them honking?" And it know. turns out it was uh, Neil Robert Pattinson. You mean Robert or, Pattinson? What's your name? What? Robert Pattinson. That's what I said. You I said, said Neil. Neil. That's your name in the movie. Oh, I I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I said forgettable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that that was just. There was a bunch of little stuff like that. I was like, oh, cool. 
but the movie just was not good. It was like that e those Easter eggs I told you about in Fight Club with Tyler Durden, but if they were like, that's why our movie's good, and it's yeah, like, no. Exactly. They were like, there was no plot, but you see what we did? We connected stuff. <laughs> Weirdly, like, I'm going to play Tenet slightly better than this episode of Lovecraft Country, but that was kind of like the issue with Lovecraft, too. Like, they yeah. tied things together. Yeah, there like, was some, look, we connected dots, but... But, like, the plot in the yeah, middle sucks, kind of. It's just getting us to, from point A to point yeah. B. Um, and really, if you think about it, this whole movie is a glorified fetch quest, too. It is. But, like, the fact that it was set up by future protagonists is supposed to make us, like, forgive the transgressions of yeah, the plot being Fetch quests aren't good. They're never good. Stop it. Yeah, it's yeah, like the like, so one part of The Last of Us 2 I didn't love. Yeah, like... Anytime I, I realize, oh, they needed filler, so this guy's going from point A to point yeah. B, and something weird will happen along yeah. the way. And it's like, if something, that's something weird, is it life-changing? You are not justified in it. Yeah. And if it's so life-changing, then find a way to fit it into the non-fetch quest part of your... Also, I, I do appreciate uh, when they bust into that uh, palace, right, and then they grab the guy, and they're like, you're your arms dealer, da 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 And then it turns out the wife was... It was the wife, and the, the husband was just, like, the face. Shout out to that. that was yeah, bad. I was like, yeah. that was dumb. She was like, actually, it's me. Like, this. I was like, awesome. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, other than that, I don't think – I didn't really take notes on this one. Yeah, I um, didn't um, because I was like, I'm going to be confused as is. Yeah, I, don't I, need, I don't need to take away 12 minutes <laughs> of screen time by me darting my eyes and frantically well, yeah. typing notes. Yeah. yeah. So, that, I mean, that's it. I, I felt like I had a pretty detailed reason for why I didn't care for it. Yeah, I'm ready to score this bad boy. You want to go first or you want me to go yeah, first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to... Did you go down from what we talked before? Yes, I did. Whole point? Yeah. All right, pull the trigger. All right, guys. I think it's going to be a five for me. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, it's just... I mean, it was cool. It's visually, it's cool. Um, But it just it's just boring again. It's, the problem we've been having with movies. It's going to be also Possessor comes out in October. Uh, I hope that's yeah, it looks so good. <laughs> you need to watch the new newer trailer. It looks even better. I told you I like going in blind. It's so hype inducing. Okay, uh, that's <laughs> why I like going in blind. Yeah, oh, I went down too. Yeah, talking about it now, I'm like, yeah, I got it. I won't be as as harsh, but I think I'm going to give it like a 6.5. I'm going to give it a 6.5. I'm, I'm okay. locked in. I Just like having a bad story is inexcusable. I love story. I'm not a big set piece guy, and if it's going to be like all like all action, just make it all action, and this is like yeah. a bad mix of Make it like a stupid plot. You know, like make it like, be aware. Like a uh, Fast and Furious. You know, but like, don't try to do both. And there weren't like a lot of insane like, I mean, also I was so busy trying to like like, okay, this is happening there, that I didn't have enough time to really soak in. Were there any, like, really cool shots that I was missing? Um, like, films, you know, like, I mean, the filmography was was, was cool, was fine. That but battle any, at the end was, like, probably the best, I'd say. Yeah, like, I didn't see any, like, unique shots that just made me think, oh, the yeah. The fight like, scene, the choreography of the fight scene. The choreography uh, was good. Never, not hating I the like, choreography. I didn't really care for the one in, when it was, when he was in the suit. Um, in Fighting the, against Neil? Himself. Oh, why not? Because I don't know, it just it looked a little funny, but when it was when it was him uh It looked intentionally weird anytime you were going and get something inverted though. Yeah, but it looked cool because like all of a sudden he would do a backflip. You know, like yeah. when we were going forward. When we were going backwards, it didn't look as good. I guess I can see that um, a little bit. But also so there was that and then I really liked the fight scene in the be not the beginning, but that he had with the goons in the kitchen. I thought that was a really awesome fight scene. 
Yeah, we're gonna just, we're gonna look so dumb too because now like we just gave a Christopher Nolan movie low scores, and now we're we're moving on to Talladega Nights. I'm gonna, for the record, let these let these uh, scores just sit and chill outside the vault. I'm yeah. gonna lock them in with Talladega yeah. Nights. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, that's our piece with, and again we're doing both movies in one episode. It's just the one this week. Look out, unless you really like the one over the two, uh, let us know. If not, if we don't hear anything, we'll probably do two next week. Yeah. Back to normal for Mulan and uh, thinking of any things. Plus, of course, we'll do Lovecraft. And maybe I'll do like a recap of NFL Week 1. I don't know. Yeah. And we'll do a solo NFL thing. I don't know. Let me know, people. What do you want? We'll talk about the Lakers winning next game. Game 4. <laughs> um, I hope they don't. Three. Speaking of sports, uh, so Talladega Knights, which you knew it was coming. Um, Romeo fell asleep. Like an hour into. Hey, <laughs> I have seen this movie so many times that I do not need to rewatch it. It's ingrained in my head. So, and plus, I was, I, was, I woke up at like five that day. We watched sh- it at like nine. I got like half an hour of sleep that day, so. <laughs> I had to work. You don't really work. <laughs> Neither do I. But I, I'm not claiming. <laughs> we do the same I do. thing. <laughs> uh, it's. So, like, the jokes in the first half, I will say, hit harder than I remember. There's some jokes I picked up that I didn't pick up the last time I watched it. That's why it's so great, dude, because, like, every time I rewatch it, well, at this point now, I know all of them. But but when I used to rewatch it, every time I just hear a new joke, a new joke, a new joke. And I was like, oh, and I was, like, a teenager, so, like, growing up, and then, like, I understood more of the jokes and more of the jokes and more of the jokes. And it's just, man, that movie's classic. Great movie. I, I think you might give it a perfect score. I am not going to. Um, It drags a little. The second half is an inferior half. I get that. When it's uh, because the first half is just all set up and all common. Yeah. The second half it tries to get a little more heartfelt. The it's not even that. I think the jokes and comedy subjective. So if you think the second half is funnier, that's fine. You're allowed to. Uh, The movie is like adding a thousand for me. The first. Like, I don't know if there's a joke that's not funny to me. <laughs> there probably is, but it's like an insanely, like, nine, yeah. at least nine out of every ten yeah. jokes are landing for me. And it goes to, like, almost 50% in the second half. They yeah. get, like, sparse for me by, by comparison. Um, like, the whole, especially, it's kind of funny the first time you ever see it. But on a rewatch, you're like, no, that joke does not hold up. The uh, He gets naked and runs around screaming scene is just not yeah, that not funny. funny. Like, I think I, even as 13 years old, when the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, that's funny, or 12, or whatever it was, I was like, oh, that's funny. And I think I remember even the second time watching being like, oh, it's not that funny anymore. Nah. And they play the joke, like, twice within the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, <says> it again. <laughs> that, that part's funny, that he doesn't One of my favorite jokes, though, like, which I will say, got funnier on a rewatch, and it's been so long since I rewatched this, but when he's in a coma... And Cal, oh, the knife he gets the second knife. That part's <laughs> a, a little overrated and cringy to okay. me. But when Cal's telling about his uh, his play dude, his play dude spread, and he tells oh, him that yeah. he's like, if it's anywhere in there, really hard I did because it's been so long. I forgot the joke was coming. Yeah. And then he's just like, just remember, if it can somehow sit in there, I spread my butt cheeks as my poncho. <laughs> yeah. And then later on. When they're racing, but they're enemies, but then he's like, Cal's helping yeah. him out, and he goes, if Wilfred isn't Mike Concho himself, also got just like an audible <laughs> crack note from me. Yeah, it's filled to the gills. You missed it, too, because you were like, most steps in that movie, and you didn't even realize it, and then you fell asleep during that fucking part, 
What part is he in? So he's at the very end when he goes to John Gerard's house. And John Gerard tells him, like, I didn't really want to beat you. This was all just like, I'm trying to make yeah. you better. If just like, yeah, like, I want you to beat me. Yeah. And he's hanging out in his backyard with his husband and everything. And there's another famous person there, too. But he goes, is that is that most deaf? And it's I'm, I'm sure you're not. I got a good look this time. It is 100 percent. most deaf. <laughs> and I just thought it's funny. I somehow remember that from when I was like 12 or 13. But I had also seen uh, that movie with most deaf, like 11 blocks or 12 blocks or whatever. Yeah. Bruce Willis. It's like the second time I've talked about that on this pod because me and Andy talked about it once. Uh, but yeah, so I'm big. Mo- I like most deaf a lot. He's got some pretty good music too. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I w- I just wanted to confirm that is 100 percent most deaf. <laughs> I really like Sasha. I think he's an underrated part of the movie for yeah, sure. Definitely. He definitely carries a lot of the load. I forget the actor's name, but he's like a character actor. I think I liked him a little more than I remembered. He's the guy that plays. So I'm mostly known as Fix It Felix Jr. from Rick and Ralph. Yeah. The guy that's like his nana. Oh, you're talking about that nerdy guy, like the Durs. Yeah, well, he's not. He's definitely like, cooler he like than looks Durs. Like, huh? He, he's definitely Durs is definitely cooler than him. Durs is not cool at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but then. it's like that, like time, you know, like that guy. They I have similar. Yeah. They have similar looks, kind of. Yeah, um, he's funnier in this than I remembered. Like I thought, <laughs> I thought the jokes for him were pretty well written. He's like a Sean Gunn. He's in more than Sean Gunn. I'm saying he's like a Sean Gunn in this one. Like, that comedic, that relief. I mean, the, the whole movie's comedy. But. I know, but like, like that character, you know, like, just randomly he says something stupid. His name is Jack McBrayer. Okay, okay. I will say, I also think, I mean, I'm not, I don't hate her as an actress, um, or him. But I think she's hot, dude. What is the irony? No, no, no. Uh, you probably don't. I was going to talk about, uh, I don't think his parents are all that funny. Oh, the parents. I don't think Reese or his mom. I forget the guy who's who plays Reese's name, but I know Jane Lynch plays the mom. And I think like so. I think, Very cool. Yeah, my main problem with the second act is I don't think it's a, it's a combination of the jokes not hitting as well for me, and the funniest characters get the least amount of screen time in the second half outside of Ricky Bobby and John Gerard. I think they got a decent amount of screen yeah. time, but like I think the kids are funny used sparingly, and I think we see way too much of the kids in the second half. I think we see way too much of the mom and the dad who are, like, funny for a line or two, and instead we get minutes-long scenes with them. So, I just want to point this out. <laughs> the guy who played Ricky Bobby is a teen, or not a teen, but the middle schooler. Um, is what is he in? And what is His name is Luke Bigham. And instead of a, what are they called? A glamour shot, right? Yeah, uh, It's a mug shot. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> oh my god. Has he been in anything else? I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Um, well, I mean, it's not funny. But yeah, like, that's it. That's um, oh, wow. Because he looked like he might have been in something before. So, yeah, like, the kids are funny in the dinner team. Oh, yeah, definitely not funny. Sorry, guys. Um, oh. Domestic violence. Okay, yeah, not funny at all. Yeah. That's, that's sad. Like, But also, I could have sworn he was in something else. I'm his mother, too. Domestic violence. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, anti him. Anti big pod. <laughs> Not a friend of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think the mom and the dad are all the like, the characters are like that's funny for one or two line, and instead you have whole scenes that are just not that funny. 
Like the the Applebee scene to me is not that funny. Second time, like yeah. I mean, I've watched it more than two times. And Amy Adams underused and also just not that great of a comedic actor or actress. I, I like feel Amy like Adams. I like Amy Adams. And I guess you between smuggler going off for Amy Adams, bro. You're not gonna set it off for his first wife. Um, it does the anti it does the anti Wolf of the Wall Street thing. But remember, he has that considered more homely wife yeah. first, which Hot take. I don't think Margot Robbie's ugly, of course. She's a very good-looking woman. Christine Milotti, though, the mother from How I Met Your Mother and the girl in Palm Springs, who is his first wife, personal opinion, better looking. I think she looks like the Momo doll. What? Have you never seen the Momo doll? No. I'll show you later. It's kind of creepy. Do you not think Christine Milotti is a good-looking I woman? thought she was, but when she was crying and she was all wet in Palm Springs, she looked like the Momo doll. I don't even know if I want you to show me. You're going to try and ruin... You're just a joy ruiner, man. I swear to God. The lower tenant score? Fuck. Lower new mutants? No, she looks nothing like that. Yeah. God. Yeah. You're crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I think she looked better than Margot Robbie, personally. So that trick did not work on me, Wolf of All Street. I did not consider that. I did not consider that uh, like him upgrading. Plus, also, he's a douchebag, so you're not rooting for him. But... <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, so uh, nothing against Amy Adams. I just like the character has that like supposed to be really funny scene out of nowhere where she's just like, you drive, and then it is kind of funny when they just like start making out, and he's yeah. just like, look away, we're gonna start making animals. <laughs> but like, I don't think the setup to all of that was all that funny. Yeah, like the jokes just stopped hitting as hard. Like you guys all started like spoiler alert. I was the only one watching this movie after like. the like, 55-minute mark, maybe an hour mark, because the left just fell asleep, too. So it was me, just, like, not laughing as much as I wanted to the second half of the film. And I gotta be honest, it does the cardinal rule of, like, taking John C. Riley out of a big portion of this film. And Cal is a way funnier character that I gave him credit for as yeah, a kid. when he's, like, talking, and he's like, well, what do you need the TVN sound on for? And he's like, because I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like, for, I'm not saying that that Will Ferrell is the greatest comedian ever. Because um, I, I don't even have I him ranked. I don't have him ranked that high. But to me, it felt like the first half of this this game, or this or movie was like a Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and role players game. And then instead, you took out Scottie Pippen for most of the second half and just put him with like a bunch of even worse role players. Yeah. Like I think you were asking a lot. Jordan on the Wizards. It, yeah. <laughs> but not even Jordan himself. Uh, not even the good Jordan. Uh, yeah, it just felt like, okay, well, just own every scene, and then everybody else just feed off him, and I don't think everybody in the second half fed yeah. off him as well yeah, as no. everyone. John C. Riley and Will Ferrell definitely have that. You know, it's like Seth Rogen and James Franco. Like, they just have it. Like, them together, it's going to be a hit. Except for uh, Holmes and Watson? Well, they're kind of like 90 now. So, like... <laughs> like yeah, 90? But back then, yeah, it was cool. All right, um... That so that wraps up my thought. Like, if you want to add any thoughts, because I, I feel like you don't, because you fell asleep an hour in the film. But I mean, it's just an all-around great movie. I, this has been the Tyler Has Opinions podcast with Romeo uh, chiming in from time to time. I just think it's like like it was a really good movie when I was a kid. Still really good. I don't have as many gripes about it as you do. Maybe because because like, you didn't watch the second half yeah, of the film. Maybe because nostalgia just carries me through. And, I don't um, get wrong. I probably watched it as a kid. It was like a teenager, like. Five or six times. I I'm telling you, dude, I probably watched this thing 500 times. Okay, I, doubt 
I right? guarantee you. I I think you're probably closer to 100 than 500. No, no. But See, because I had DVDs. This is back when Netflix. Okay, I owned this film and on so DVD. As a teenager, I only had like 10 DVDs. And so I watched them all the time. I also had this film on DVD. Yeah, but you didn't watch it. I watched this. I watched all the Fridays. Scarface. And uh, what was the other one? Nacho Libre. Those are the movies. Nacho Libre, not that funny. You're a maniac. It's just not, I wanted it to be funny. I saw the trailers. I was like 14, I think, 13. I was like, yeah, this is going to be hilarious. And I just went and like, I think I laughed like four times the whole movie. Is that one of the funniest comedies ever? Uh, okay, you're, you're allowed to be wrong. Um, <laughs> this is a great movie. So, yeah, let's score it. All right, you go first. I'm really torn. Okay, since, since I'm torn, I'll go in between. I'll give it, isn't his number 88? Is it? it I, might be. Yeah. I, I'll give it an 8.8. <laughs> nice. Because I, I was torn between an 8.5 and a 9. Like, should I be more critical and do the 8.5 that I was yeah. leaning towards, or should I go with my initial gut reaction when I was watching the first half of, like, I don't know if this is a 10. I don't know if the story is good enough. Because I do like a, a little bit of story in a comedy yeah. for it to be a 10 to me, which I don't even know if I would give super bad a 10, but, like, I like that story and that through line. Yeah. I can see what you're saying. Uh, but, yeah. 8-8 eight, eight for me. Say a 9-3. They were going to go a 10. No, no, no. Definitely not a 10. Step Brothers. Step Brothers is not there. a 10. We'll, we'll do Step Brothers one day. Uh, <laughs> so let me lock those in the vault. Tenet, get your ass in there. There you go, Talladega Nights. Just... Shit, <laughs> 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 Tenet's coming out of the other side. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad at me. Gotta go before that thing kicks our ass. <laughs> all right. So that's going to be all for me. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts you'd like to say? I think that'll be it, man. I mean, yeah. If you guys like this uh, this format better than the two episodes, let us know. Yeah, by all means. We're, we, I've always been flexible. I just have not got a lot of feedback. So it's just me yeah. trying new things because does it yeah, not work? Like, yeah. Like, like, uh, like, well, let's just try like maybe one episode this week. See if we like that. Well, let's try longer. Let's try shorter. Let's try, you know, we're, just, we're just spitballing, seeing what works. Let us know, guys. Would you like me to cut up like the AZBS Club into its own little 30-minute pod and then the... Post that on Yeah, and then the review is a 20, 25-minute pod. Like, let me know, guys. Yeah. Uh, and the places you can let me know that are our email, azmovieclub at gmail.com. Or we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's right. All three of the majors as AZ Movie Club. I know I've said I'm going to do YouTube, but like I really need to do YouTube already. Um, and we're we're we spit looking at some stuff today. We're spitballing on how. Well, I was saying audio just for YouTube. Yeah. But we're spitballing today on how to maybe get some video stuff. Because um, honestly, we're just trying to get clicks and likes. Uh, I'm trying to get fans, Tyler. Yeah. Don't refer to them as clicks. Well, okay. We know some people. We know some people. <laughs> we know some people are going. There's going to be a good amount of people that are going to hate us. I'm super interested once we backlog the old episodes and upload the new ones. Who is going to get the most hate between me, you, and Andy? I think spoiler alert. It's not going to be Andy. No, I think it's going to be you. I think so too. I have some pretty <laughs> scorching takes. Also, as the like host and the person that takes yeah. up the most talk time. Yeah, they're just going to be like, Robin is just a fucking dumbass. Yeah, and I'll be like. I also think I'll probably have most people come into my defense. It's one of those things where, like, as, when you insert yourself, well, as, there's like a niche like group for like Andy. I like could see some. Following, I could see Andy some Andy back. truthers. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> that happens with every fan. Yeah. Podcast, like, with Andy. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. It's like really because there's a fucking 
There's 300,000 of you that say that on every fucking episode. <laughs> and guess what? Only like a 2,000 of you ever fucking listen. So <laughs> I'm calling bullshit on it. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> you weren't even there, man. <laughs> Maybe if it had been there earlier, you might have stuck around longer. <laughs> you let Andy down. This is your fault. <laughs> we just gaslit our future haters. Yeah. Fucking dude, see? That's why Ted is getting into us, dude. Fucking, we're over here fucking already starting fights in the future. Yeah, I've talked enough about, like, future fans that we're definitely setting up the time travel hook. Yeah. And we turn this into, like, a manga when we get as big as Mr. Teeth. Little do you know, yeah, I was the one setting this podcast thing up the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. It's why... He felt like it'd be too obvious if he was in if the I first. If I started, yeah. Yeah, if or he was in the was first host, 25, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then if you end up with the most haters, you'll be real mad. Me? Yeah. Nah, I'll lean into it. You'll, you'll play the heel? I'll do it, I'll do it. I feel like I'm already preemptively playing the heel sometimes with just takes I have. I we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I don't, I don't, I don't mind being either. If we're just both heel, what if we just get nothing but hate listens, but we get, well, we we get, get so like, much we just make so much money off the takes. Yeah, that's fine. We'll be like Stephen A, and that there's like a thousand people that are real fans, and everyone else watches them out of hatred, and yeah. it's like, why are you guys, why are you guys even hating yeah. on him and like watching it if you hate yeah. him? But, but at the same time, it's like I understand why Stephen A is doing it. He's getting that money, baby. Stephen A, dude. I, I like Stephen A. Mostly, it's just like an acknowledgement of the troll. I'm not gonna listen to any of his like podcasts or anything. Like, I also don't like Max. I don't want any of his sincere takes. I just acknowledge the troll and recognize it as a certified art form. Because yeah. if somehow that was how I secured the bag, people are just like, just let Romeo cook. Let him talk about dumb shit. And well, look, all I'm saying about Stephen A. Smith is that troll recognized troll. And he looking real unfamiliar right now. Okay? <laughs> He's a troll. Shut up. Nah, but I mean, you're saying you're not a troll? No, I'm saying that motherfucker's not a troll. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was saying he is a troll, though. That's what he yeah. does. Oh my god, he does not have those sincere opinions. Get out of here. He's an idiot. No, this is a pro Stephen A. Smith podcast. No, it's a pro Shannon Sharp. Why not both? <laughs> yes. I am the set 50% producer. When Misha's not here, if you're listening somehow, still Misha. Hey, and I'm the other 50%. You get like. I was looking up IMDb pages. You For what, us? Yeah. Nice. I was looking up names. Weren't. Give me credit. All right, I'll give you credit for that. Nice. But I'm also, do I get to count as, like, the writer then, too? Of course. And the director? And the producer? Well, like, the monetary producer? Yeah, but then, oh, I guess I, you can't label me as. Yeah. To be fair, I don't even know if Andy gets that. I definitely was the one that was like, let's make a podcast. You can be in it. Yeah, you better call me co-creator if, I, if we get this all together. Why? Because it's like, if we're, like, maybe not the idea itself. Creating the podcast itself, yes. I'm co-creator. I'm creating the podcast. Maybe. Not the idea. Maybe. We'll, we'll get there when we get Not there. Arizona Movie Club, but the mixers are set. And the, look at the whiteboard that I got here. I'm about the markers. <laughs> Maybe. We'll get there when we get there. But, but for now, we do appreciate every single one of you guys listening, especially if you're listening an hour keen in. Um, shout out to... Able because I bet he's the only one listening because he's been listening. He's been listening. Yeah, and I feel like he actually listens to all of them. So I appreciate yeah. it if you're listening this far. Because he got yeah. mad when I just said your other friend, and I was like, "You're not canon." Well, now he's officially canon, canon in the podcast. Thank you, Mijo. My son. <laughs> and, and with that, <laughs> have a great day, night, week, whatever. Bye, guys.